0: Here's your host,
1: William Tincup.
0: This is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today we have Gal on from Telinia, which was recently acquired by Paycor, And we're going to be talking all about AI and sourcing, kind of an intersection of those two things, and who better than to talk with than an expert in the subject. So Gal, would you do us a favor, the audience a favor, and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Telinia?
1: Yes, uh, thank you for having me, William. Sure. Uh, we've spoken in the past. Every time, it's a it's a new uh, excitement for me, so appreciate it. I'm a, I'm a serial entrepreneur who spent the last uh, 25 years in the recruitment technology industry. Prior to starting Telenia, I started uh, Pandologic, which was acquired in uh, 2021. Uh, About five and a half years ago, I started Talenia. PandaLogic was in the business of recruitment, uh, advertising, programmatic. We invented that market. And uh, while I was with uh, PandaLogic, it really bothered me that the whole market out there of passive job seekers, people who don't go to job sites to look for a job, primitive uh, methods like keywords on LinkedIn and this and that. And I felt that business is uh, addressed by hundreds and thousands of uh, recruiters and needs a better treatment in terms of uh, technology. So I started Talenia. We worked independently for a couple of years. And last October, we were acquired by Paycor, which is a public uh, company in the human capital management market. Since then, we've been working on integrating our product into their talent uh, acquisition uh, suite of tools. And here we are.
0: Well, uh, lots to unpack. Let's do, first of all, I love Pentologic uh, for what it was doing and what it, what it did. Great acquisition as well. And uh, I also love this marriage of Telenia and PayCore because as we were talking pre-show, Newton Software... They acquired a wonderful ATS a couple of years ago. I know you're you're integrated with that as well. I just think Paycor's being is really progressive in kind of both what they build and also what they acquire and whom they partner with. So it's just a really great company, and they do great with partnerships and then also with acquisitions. So let's start with kind of the basics with their solution and where you where they saw the need to have Talinya in their recruiting solution.
1: I think that having an ATS without uh, a sourcing capability, is like having a sales automation uh, tool without the marketing leads. Right. Okay. It's nice to have. It automates. It makes everything more efficient. But if you don't have anything to fit into that, it's worthless. Right. So uh, everyone who uses ATS knows that they need to go and get candidates into the ATS. It's relatively easy to get active job seekers. You know, indeed, the zip recruiter will scrape your ads uh, straight from uh, the ATS and post them and get them back into you to apply to a job. But 85% of the talent pool is not actively looking for a job. and needs to be reached out. And it goes back to poor recruiters who sit by computers, enter keywords, sift through listings, contact them. And that seems uh, silly to me, with all due respect. <laughs> Uh, To people who are spending their lifetime, you know, doing that. We wanted to develop something that would integrate with an ATS. So imagine you're in the ATS, clicking on a button, go source for me. AI will go out, find candidates for you, prioritize them, engage with them and bring them back into the ATS. They're all passive job seekers who are not looking for a job. So all of the existing tools out there in the market, LinkedIn, SeekOut, HireEasy, require you to do manual work and therefore they cannot automate the process. But we have spent an enormous amount of effort and money on developing something that would do it automatically automatically. Uh, And that's what we're doing with Paycor. So if you buy Paycor ATS product, or you already have that, uh, every job that goes on your ATS would automatically pass on to Talenia, and we will reach out to the candidates and bring them back into the ATS so you can have passive job seekers already waiting for you for an interview in your ATS. The process is really simple. I can talk about it because it is the essence of AI and sourcing.
0: Yeah, let's let's unpack that because I think folks that are listening are going to wonder, okay, is this once we put a job together, let's put a job ad job description together, is it going out to the entire internet and then looking at uh, you know different databases and different ways to look for candidates? Is it looking at candidates specifically in our own ATS and kind of uh re-engaging with people that might have applied before, et cetera? So what take us into the process so that so that or, they understand?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, A job is posted on the ATS, Mm -hmm. okay? We take the job description and we read it. When I say we, it's AI. Right. And creates a very granular search, which would have taken you hours and hours to do using keywords, boolean, strings, and this and that. Right. Okay? We know what's a job title. We know every possible synonym to that job title. We know what's important, what must have, what's nice to have. This is all AI. No. knowing from reading your job description but there are about 30 percent of the requirements that are not listed on the job description are in the head of the recruiter, the head of the hiring manager and if you just use that you're going to go out and uh and get candidates who may not be qualified for the job right so we've developed a process under which as soon as a job is posted with the job description on the ats we ask the recruiter to rate seven profiles mm-hmm. And when I say rate, it's thumbs up and thumbs down uh, with uh, one reason why you thumbs up or thumbs down that profile. And so then it and gets smarter. It gets smarter. Uh, we also know what candidate uh, have been uh, submitted and who got advanced in the hiring funnel, so we can learn. It's machine learning, learning about your specific preferences and priorities. Right about your company so when you finish your seven profile rating you have an option you can continue and select candidates one by one like you would on linkedin except no keyword at all thumbs up thumbs down or you can say okay i got the uh, idea go and fetch candidates for me and we'll take and curate that list based on your feedback and the job description prioritize them on quality and on propensity to change jobs So we can reach the candidate, the right candidate at the right timing. And then we reach out to them primarily via email, but also uh, via LinkedIn and show them the job description and invite them to apply. But we don't reach 20 or 30 candidates like they would have reached if they did it uh, manually. We reach 200, 300 qualified candidates. It's a massive reach out. And then they say, I'm interested. We push them back into the ATS. But it's curated. What I love
0: about that is, yes, it's it's going to be whatever the number is, but it's curated in the sense of uh, it isn't just a thumbs up, thumbs down. Which I, I I like that you're asking them why. So it could be a thumbs up, and again, that's great. If it's a thumbs down, you the it's actually learning because you and I we could be in separate companies hiring the exact same position. We're hiring, let's say, a, a Java developer. But I am looking at that Java developer differently than you are. And so for that, that personalized, it's, a, it's a sourcing at scale, in a sense of understanding my preferences around that Java developer, and your preferences around their hiring manager's preferences around that Java developer. So. I love the thumbs up, thumbs down and why, the contextualizing why they like that. and, and the, obviously it's learning. The more it learns, the better it gets, sharper it gets for the hiring managers and the recruiters. So the, you know quite a, one question I, I have was when you, when they look at a profile, are they looking at a unique profile that you've built for them? Are they looking at a, a LinkedIn profile? Like what, what, are they, what profile are they looking at?
1: Yeah, great question. So it's a profile we build mm-hmm. from multiple sources. So right. LinkedIn profile may be there. Right. But if they have a profile on uh, GitHub or Stack Overflow, or right. Indeed, we would take that, you know, digital footprint of different places and put it in. And uh, the nice thing, William, is that our search is thinking like a recruiter. It's not, right. you know, Put a keyword, the keyword, delete a keyword, add, in you know, a string. We know what recruiters look at. And, you know, they look at specific things within the profile and they only spend five to ten seconds. And they typically value the job title more than they value, let's say, the education. Right. And there's some skill that they like more. Uh, if they see the skill within the text of the candidate self-description, they value it more than it would value if, you know, it had it on, on the skill in LinkedIn. So uh, the the most effort has been invested in creating AI that thinks like a recruiter. And that's reflected in how we create that uh, prioritized list of candidates that we go after. And the nice thing about the ATS integration that, you know, you get the candidates and you uh, reject them or accept them or move them and they ended up getting hired. We know which candidate you like. And it, we close the circle. So next time, we don't have to ask you all these questions. That's right. If you come up with the same job, we know who you like, and then we refine the search, and it gets smarter every time.
0: What's great about that is it's not only just getting smarter, it's getting faster. Getting that the idea of, again, if it's a Java developer and you're fulfilling, you hiring another 10 of those, it's getting smarter that each time you hire one, it's getting smarter. And I guess it serves it up and says, what I love about this is it's taking some of the low value tasks away from recruiters and then saying, hey, listen, if you're carrying 40 recs, you can't do all of this stuff. You should, first of all, let's question whether or not you should carry 40 recs. Put that aside. Okay, but let's say you're carrying 40 recs. You can't do all this stuff, nor should you. Uh, I know the audience has a, will have a question around the, the messaging. So once we found the, let's say, 200 uh, that are really, really a great fit for this specific job, you said you can go out through email or LinkedIn. Is that something that the recruiter picks or do you have some probability or analysis there that says this is going to be a better way to kind of reach these candidates, etc.?
1: It's all AI. Yeah, so yeah. think yeah. think about the ChatGPT built into a recruitment software. Okay, say so create a message for a Java developer, uh refer to his previous experience, to his current job title, right. everything that recruiters would now spend hours personalizing the message. Right. Uh it, it's all done automatically. People look at it. They don't know AI created it. Uh, it's so personalized that the response rate is much higher. And it's not one message. If you don't respond, we follow up with a second message, then a third message. Right. We know who clicked. You have an option to say, I'm not interested. And we don't continue with the thread. So uh, it, it is something that, you know, and, and, the, and the scale, you know, how many messages can you craft for a job and how much time you need to spend writing it and following up and right. LinkedIn and this and that. So uh, within hours of posting a job, you get people interested in interviewing with you.
0: Right. Dumb question alert, Miguel, does it, does it, uh, cause it personalizes to their profile, which is uh, obviously, but does it also personalize to the job description itself? Like, Hey, this is exactly what they're looking for. You have 12 years of that experience. Like, you know, I'm, the words exactly, find out. Exactly. Right?
1: Both, 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 both of the job description. They so say we're looking for someone with, you know, three years in Python development yep. uh, based on what I see on your profile. Imagine all of that turning into video in the future. Right. So someone will talk to you and tell you why. You need to speak with the company. That would look completely I was, natural. I was
0: thinking about uh, about conversational bots and conversational AI in that way of either using it if somebody wants to chat right then. So, so we send them a message, but they want to chat. Obviously, we wouldn't have a recruiter do that. You could do that through conversational AI. You're
1: yes, probably already thinking it.
0: that thought and moving in that direction. Uh,
1: definitely, but I think you know conversational bots are step behind because oh, yeah. they need to be programmed with the answers while if you have ai you know right. it could be completely free uh dialogue i love that so just a quick
0: question around Tolinia and pacor can folks can they work with Telinia if they're not a Paycor customer? Or do yes. You... So the
1: Paycore, uh kept our independent uh, operation selling to companies who are not on a Paycor platform. And okay. that's absolutely fine. We're integrated with almost every possible ATS. Right. And, and in fact, you cannot work with us unless you connect with the ATS because yeah, the right. experience is completely different. Well, you want that closed loop and
0: you want that learning to happen too, right? So it wouldn't make sense for you just to to dump candidates into a a thing and then not have insight into it.
1: Not only that, but for example, if you are already speaking with someone, we don't want to connect with them. So we need to dedupe them from our list and things like that.
0: Right, 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 right. So why, I mean, first of all, I love this. You know I love the solution. We did a podcast 100 years ago, so you know I love Um, Why? Why do people say no? Like what's the opp? Uh, I say the opposition, but what's the when people say no to you? Why? What reasons do they get?
1: <laughs> I'm I, curious. I ask, I ask myself curious. the same question: if you can save eighty percent of your time yeah. and you can get candidates that uh, you know traditional tools will miss, why wouldn't you want to have it? I'll tell you, and I I learn new things every day. I'll tell you what I learned. First of all, people like LinkedIn, <laughs> and
0: far more than they admit far yeah. more than because oh.
1: if you if you look on
0: social everyone hates LinkedIn. Everyone, every recruiter you talk to, I hate LinkedIn. They hate how much it costs. They all they hate, 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 hate. It's and, a monopoly,
1: but in fact LinkedIn is a pretty good product. Yes, okay. Yep. And uh it's primarily social network. So they love the yeah. social network aspect, which doesn't come if you buy a seek out or uh easy. Okay. You have to have LinkedIn to connect with people now imagine that you build your career on perfecting boolean search and keywords and connecting and crafting messages uh people are scared they you know think about what will happen to everyone when things like dali or chat gpt would come and and threaten complete industries unless they embrace it they will be thrown to the sideline that's right. one reason yeah. that we're seeing the other thing is that oftentimes, until they really try using us for a couple of months, they don't realize the benefits in full. Right. right. So right. we typically do a trial, you know, we let you uh, post a couple of jobs so you can see the benefit. Right. Uh, and obviously, they give us the hardest to fill job thinking. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Purple know,
0: squirrel, purple forest. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But in reality, we're not as smart as people. I have right. to admit Okay. Right. right. So, So, uh, if if you select each and every candidate
0: manually,
1: the quality of your candidates will be perfect. Okay. Right. You you're not going to take a chance with someone who's missing something on their profile because you don't want to waste your time. Right. That's right. And you're limited by the uh, number of candidates that match exactly what you want. We do something different. Uh, We say broaden the scope. You never know what people are missing and not missing. And we're going to reach out and contact, you know, two, three hundred candidates. Some of them may be qualified and some of them may not be qualified because AI selected them and they I selected tried. them based on the size of the talent pool, whatever it is. Okay. So they need to embrace the idea that there is a tool here, which is not a tool, a platform that would get them, let's say, 60% qualified and 40% non qualified. And over time, we would learn and improve those percentages. But that's a completely new notion for them to understand. It's not a job board where everyone, you know, 99% would be disqualified. But, you know, you cannot stop people from applying. It's not you searching on LinkedIn. It's something in between. It takes time for people to embrace that.
0: Well, I think it's, you know, like the Amazon experience. If you log into Amazon, um, like in incognito mode, and you don't log into your account, uh it doesn't know you so it doesn't know what to serve up to you right but if you right. log into your prime right. account uh, an account that you've used for years and years and years it knows you better than you know yourself you Absolutely. know what i'm saying <laughs> <Absolutely> <laughs> it, right. it serves up the things that's why people it, it fascinates me because i do a lot of stuff on like instagram facebook whatever and like people are like they're they're upset that 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 the ads are served up it's like they're looking at google they're looking at this and they're listening in alexa they're doing all this i'm like i actually like that because the <laughs> because the ads that they serve which they have to serve up to make their you know their models work their ads are actually right on point like for me like they serve up artists they serve up things that i like i'm like i like that they know all this stuff i don't care
1: Imagine, imagine you would uh, use a tool, and it would it would turn out that what you do now for your living right. is done, you know, somewhat better by AI. Okay, right. that that is something that uh, will take a mindset yeah. uh, shift for them to embrace it and use it uh, properly.
0: I I I I think so. I think the more they use it, the more they'll understand how it actually helps them do their job. Like there's always gonna be a human component to this, uh to, to hiring, because it's a very human thing to do. However, there's a bunch of stuff that we've been doing through the years that we just don't need to do. There's a better way to do that. Um the uh, last thing I want to kind of cover with you is kind of uh, I know you get this question, I know you you've gotten this question uh, for years around adverse impact and um, probably along the lines of ethical AI and auditing AI, et cetera. So what's your what's your kind of your take on just kind of how do the, the with machine learning, the technology will get smarter and and more appropriate to that particular company in that job, et cetera. But how do you go back and look at your AI? either independently or do you have your team look at it to make sure that there's nothing happening in it uh, with its recommendations, etc. that you just don't like, like, how do you, how do you kind of keep your finger on the pulse of that?
1: The question that we ask ourselves continuously, first of all, you know, we have a component that uh, will boost diversity right. uh, in your pipeline. So we are working on the opposite uh, right. way to right. give diverse talent, a fair chance to be considered because right now they don't especially if you have to look at pictures and uh, determine who is who so we uh don't show your pictures when you do your thumbs up and thumbs down we don't right. show a picture we don't show your names so on a diversity side i think we're probably the best solution out there in the market to uh and we have clients who use it only for diversity hiring right. okay right. then uh none of the information that uh, we're using is personal information so we don't use any of that so there's no way for the ai uh, and we don't use uh, uh you know in in europe for example uh we don't show the clients any personal information right. unless awesome. the candidate has consented right. to uh speak with the company uh, so uh we we use uh the uh, academia and uh, research to continuously Look at the algorithm to see whether the algorithm is doing something that is inappropriate. But the biggest challenge for AI is that uh, it would copy bias or behavior of humans, which that keeps us all
0: up at night. Unethical.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we're just giving people an opportunity to to uh, take another job, and I think it's a good thing to have. And uh, whatever technology can be used for that. I think we are, you know, doing a better job than human in that respect where we don't look at any personal gender, ethnicity or anything like that to choose the candidates. And uh, it's completely independent of any of that.
0: Yeah, skills and experience and potentiality uh, and things like that, because you're looking at tangential skills and some of the synonyms that aren't in the job description. I I lied. I, I do actually want to ask you one more question. And it's we're driving folks to apply uh do you do you see telenia in the future going further past apply like into scheduling or anything like that like once we've got them applied can we can we do something in the future
1: after they apply yeah pico already has that scheduling so okay we don't okay good.
0: okay good. Yeah. good good
1: good but there could be a lot of things that we can do once we're embedded in the ats and We will announce, but the idea is really to introduce AI to a market that has been, you know, not so developed uh, with uh, technology like AIs and uh, a company that will not do that will not be able to to succeed. So uh, the acquisition of uh, Pago of Telenia is the first step in getting AI into anything that Parker will be doing in the future. I
0: lied again. I have one more question. I, sw- I won't. This will be the last one. I promise. I
1: promise. Uh, I spend more time.
0: <laughs> so, have your customers already asked you about internal mobility in terms of this is Gal? This is wonderful. It helps us with everything on the front end of getting new people into the system. We have kind of a quandary around people already. You know, Siemens has what a uh, hundred twenty thousand employees. You know, they've got open recs as well. I could see a business case for turning this inward, as well, and using it that way. But but have your customers asked you uh, about that, or do you see a they feature? have
1: they have, and we're already thinking about that capability. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what we have. Okay. Okay. We have algorithm that can predict the next career path of a person. It's also AI. Right. So if you have a person, if there's an opening. And that person is doing exactly the same thing. It's a no-brainer, okay? But if that person is one job behind that opening, the hiring manager may not know, the recruiter may not know, but we know. Right. So we can say before you go out and consider someone exactly from the same type of job, you know, more money and this and that, give an opportunity to someone from the inside to do it. It's a very, very uh, natural extension of what right. we're doing. We're building it into the product together with Pickboard.
0: Well, I I can't wait. First of all, come back on because I want to hear all about that once you're you're close to launch. Thank you for carving out time, Gal. Every time we talk, I get smarter. So thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: All right, always a pleasure, William. All
0: right, thank you, my friend.
1: Thank you, take care.